Welcome back to another episode of the Golf Minded Podcast. Cody here with KT. Let's dive back in. KT, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Hey, not much. It's U.S. Open week, man. It's always uh, an exciting time in Massachusetts. Uh, you, you ready for it? Yeah, man. Brookline. Um, I think it's going to be a good test of golf and everything that everybody's saying. Uh, I think it's going to be a good week. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. Uh, U.S. Open week's always a good one. Yeah, dude. Um, obviously, with everything going on with Live Golf and, and what's going on there, I think it'll be interesting to see. Uh, how the Boston crowd reacts to some of the players. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I think, yeah, that. I think that'll be interesting. I mean, Boston's like New York, man. You never know. Um, we could hear some wild stuff yeah, dude, on, uh, on live TV. So Yeah, dude, absolutely, absolutely. Um, dude, I guess, do you want to jump in? Um, I guess we can just jump in straight to that if you want. The U.S. Open this week. Who are your picks? Uh, I think Victor Hovland. Okay. I, I really think Victor Hovland's going to come strong this week. I think his game, uh, he just he hits the ball so good. I think he's trending in the right direction. Um, he's due for a breakthrough at a at a big event. Right. Uh, I would love to see Victor Hovland win. Fair. What's uh, give me a dark horse? Who you got? Uh, kind of a backup. I, I'm gonna go with Patrick Rogers. Patrick Rogers. Okay. You always pick him. <laughs> he'll win one day. Yeah. Right? W- once he comes on the podcast, he'll realize. He'll start, hey, yeah. hey, we root for you, man. Right. Every week, dude. I want to pick uh, Jordan Spieth. I think the course layout's good for him. I think it's gonna be good. Imagine that. Um, yeah. You picking speed. Uh, what? You always pick. I I never pick speed. I mean, I have yes. I mean, track record wise, I mean, I guess we can go back, but it's not like I pick him every week. Uh, like Patrick Rogers, how many times? Fifty two weeks of the year, dude, and you pick him like forty eight. Okay, sorry. Fifty two weeks of the year, you pick Patrick Rogers fifty two. Or Ricky Fowler. Or Ricky Fowler. Both don't have a chance, unfortunately. I would love Patrick Rogers to win, but. Being realistic, talking golf. Let's be honest. Yeah. Especially this week. You know what I mean. Um. Hopefully, hopefully he makes me eat my words. That'd be sick. Yeah. I'm gonna throw a little money on him after after the podcast just in case. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Um, dude, what about uh, Tony Finau? He's my dark horse. I, I feel like he's played great last great week. Great last week. I mean, Rory, JT, and Finau played great last yeah, week. Yeah. Lights out. So I, I'd I, love to see Finau win. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing, especially U.S. Open. Yeah. Um. And of course, everyone listening, you can never count out Brooks Kepka. Um. These are the ones he plays for. This is when I feel like he turns turns it on, gets tense, and plays. So yeah, he's a he's a good pick. I, I got a feeling uh, he's going to be moving to live golf. You said that, man. I just still can't. I don't know. I don't know, man. His brothers already jumped. I know, and they they asked him about that, and he was basically saying, you know, obviously he's going to support his brother in anything he does, which the cliche thing to say, which is fine. But I, you're right. I mean, dude, the, the signs all lead to it. Like you said, kind of, uh, or kind of how you uh, talked about it a little bit ago before the podcast even started. You were saying that um, he chases he chases money. He wants big events. Well, I mean, there it is. Live yeah, is he chases money. That. He chases majors. Right. If he's still able to play the majors, and he's able to go go get a you know pocket full of cash. Right. I think he's going to do it. Why not? Right. You know. And have, and obviously the grinding is way less. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting because I've heard. Um, obviously, the big talk is Ricky Fowler. Yeah. And then uh, another big talk, which I think is happening, is Pat Perez. Yeah, I think he confirmed, right? I think he's. he's I haven't seen that he confirmed. Okay, yet. okay. I thought for, I, for I, I, I feel like he did, but. Yeah, I've heard it a lot. Let's so talk about him going. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, dude, and, and what's crazy, um, just the money difference. Like, I know it's still early. Like, I, in my opinion, I don't think that Liv can um, withhold or, you know, withstand this money in my opinion i know there's saudi back so there's plenty of cash there like that's ever ending deep pockets but i just don't see it i don't know man 
I just I haven't bought in yet. I, I just can't buy in yet. Yeah, I, I think this is just Greg Norman's way of saying, I told you I was going to do this and I'm doing it. And he was always going to get guys to follow him because, I mean, let's be honest. You know, someone says, hey, here's $200 million. Oh, dude, I mean, everyone's going. Be, because right. I mean, everyone's going. One right? of the like, things I heard is the PGA Tour players, you know, their money and everything's coming. I mean, where where is it coming from? Here, you know, yeah, exactly yeah, where yeah. is it coming from? For sure. And but at quick, the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I, I kind of, after last week, the way the RBC went, it doesn't get any better than Rory and JT coming down oh the stretch gosh. and Tony Finau playing the way right. that they did. I don't really see, I didn't even tune in to live golf, but I don't really see that unless they can get it on a, on a true network. I'm not logging yeah. into YouTube to watch golf. I'm and, just not going to do it. And you saw the PGA. I mean, they reached out to CB. I mean, they reached out to everyone saying, you do not play them or you lose us. Like, that was a thing. Like, they're saying, you play them. You play it at all. I don't care if it's at 3 in the morning. You play them. We're, we're walking. So that's yeah. Bold, but, but at the same time, like, them doing that is why a lot of people are in uproars about it, too. And that's Because fair. the PGA wants to swing their weight around just like what Greg Norman's doing. It's like... Right. You're throwing your money around the same way. And I think that's what a lot of people are saying is like, hey, if the PGA can say, I mean, that's no different than politics, right? Right. If the if if politics can say, hey, we're not going to air on Fox News or we're not going to air here, we're going right. to do this. And then, you know, now taking it to golf, if the PGA is like, hey, you do that, you don't get us. Right. Okay. That's a good comparison. Who are you? You know, we make money just like you make money. Right. You know what I mean? Same so, way, right. And, dude, speaking of, of Greg Norman, I'm, I'm sure you saw this. You saw uh, Rory's comments, right, where he said uh, 21st PGA Tour win, more one more than someone else. That gave him motivation today. Yeah, so, obviously, he was talking about Greg Norman. Yeah. So, I love that Rory's like that. I feel like, I guess, without looking at it, I wouldn't have known he was that. I know he bleeds PGA. Like, I get that. But I thought, in my opinion, before, like, you know, before knowing all the facts, I feel like he could have been one of the players looking like, hey – Give me a big paycheck. Let me settle down with the family. Like that's my opinion. But I love that he's not that way. Like I love that he's not. And I think it's because like a lot of the guys that jump ship. Let's let's just pick it apart, right? Okay. So a lot of the guys that jump ship, Dustin Johnson, he likes to party, do drugs, hang out with his wife, right. and Little fish. Blow. Right. You know. I mean, he ain't really into golf. He plays golf because of the money. Right. To make a paycheck. So it makes sense. He went Mickelson. Right plays golf to gamble, and he gambled so much that he had to take the money. Right. That's right. right. Okay. I mean, because yeah. if, if Mickelson's going to ruin his legacy, and, and I saw the look on his face when they asked him, what what's your legacy mean to you? Right. And all he could say is, I've played this game, you know, on the PJ Tour 30-plus years, right. and I've done what I've done. Then why are you throwing it away? He's done that because the money, man. Right. He, he he admitted on national television yesterday or two days ago when I was watching the press conference that he's got gambling issues. Right. So it's never been a secret. So it's like if you're doing that, a guy like him don't have a choice. Right. The reason Ricky Fowler, I think, hasn't jumped is because Ricky probably is living a good life. Yeah, he's starting to see money dwindle if you keep playing week in and week out. Right. And it's getting expensive. Right. But his heart's at the PGA Tour, and I think he's still great for the game. Right. But I, I wouldn't blame him to jump and no. take a payday. No, 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 absolutely because not. I, I would encourage you. you got it. a kid now. Yeah, I would encourage you. You're, you're not you're, – you're about to lose your card. You know, you're right. getting some sponsor exemptions. Right. But it's like 
take the money and go. Right. No, you and know, I, I 100% I, agree with that. Like, <clears throat> Bryson saying, oh, it's a it's a business decision. No, you took the money, man. Right. I mean, right. and Mickelson and Bryson were close. So right. I was going like, to say that, yeah, he had yeah. some, yeah, coots with that. Um, <laughs> so, but kind of, you know, derailing, going back to kind of what Roy said, something else that I really liked in the conference uh, or the uh, presser he did. So he said, putting your name on trophies – that have legends' names on them, that's something money can't buy, which is so strong. All these subtle shots he's taking, like, I love that he's being so, like, open about it. He wants them to know, like, hey, and maybe he's doing it for the kids, too. Like, you know, yes, you're, you always want to get the top dollar, right? You always want to make as much money as you can, but there is still history here. Like, golf still has a history, and this is what it stands for. You know? John Rahm said it. I mean, oh, yes. John, yeah, yeah. John Rahm and Tiger Woods are the only people that's won a U.S. Open. At Tory Pines, right. So it's like John Rom. I mean, there's a lot of points there, but at the same time, the John Roms probably pretty smart with his money, right? Rory probably now that he's older is pretty smart. He's he's winning. So I mean, at the end of the day, if if you're smart with it, these guys should be able to live with the amount of money that they're making. You know, yeah. the way that they are if they're smart with it. Right. And and, and it, it's Ricky, not a basket. Yeah, go ahead. Or not Ricky, but Rory doesn't strike me as a guy that's just out blowing money. I mean, I've heard talks no. where they've caught him on microphone at when they played a Tigers event. He's talking about eating Domino's pizza. Right. Oh, you yeah. know, so it's like oh, yeah. he ain't He's just, a money saver, the rich yeah. stay rich kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, so, dude, absolutely. And and to jump back to you know, or stay on the topic of speaking money. So with Dustin Johnson, did you see that um kind of like more news came out? Um his Stint with Liv is a four-year stint. You see that for Dustin Johnson, like it's been inked. Um, so let's see. So 125 or 120 yep. million for four so, years. So yes, but no one was quite sure. Basically, as the commitment um, in Live Golf um, in its terms, how long the deal was going to last. Well, now it's believed that Justin uh, or Justin, sorry, Dustin Johnson has signed um, on to be with Live Golf for a span of four years. Which, which works out to an annual wage of $31.25 million a year. Um, and that does not, obviously, take into consideration the extra money um, he's set to earn over that four-year period in terms of, you know, obviously winning um, and any kind of sponsor as well. Um, so it's like a contract, you know what I mean? Like an NBA player, you know what I mean? They have a guarantee, you know, I wonder if they'll start doing stuff like that, maybe have a player option where it's, you know, maybe not the same as a, a basketball player where they get to choose where they go or that kind of thing or choose that type of situation, but um, something along those lines. Maybe that's coming. Well, like Charles Schwartzel, I mean, he made four point some million this past week. Yep, and, and it's like let me can I break that down real quick? Sorry. So obviously Rory won the RBC Open. He with one point five million. Um, the number forty eighth player got um, twenty two thousand. Schwartzel won the Live obviously golf opener, and he won four point seven. And number forty eight. Still got a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. And speaking of number forty-eight, did you see what he shot? Twelve over, Kyle. One shot worse than I did when we played Delaware, and he won a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, basically for being there. Yeah, it's not uh, bad. There's no, and you know, it makes sense when you see those numbers and break them down that way. It makes sense why players are jumping ship. One thing I saw yesterday on on the pages is. The young kids, the college kids coming out. Right. I mean, it's it's like in basketball, a college kid comes out and goes to the pro. 
he he's making a league minimum at you know at worst for nine hundred thousand. Right, and who was this? I'm so sorry. I'm saying the college kids. Oh, college kids. Yeah. What yeah, was yeah. it? Pyatt or whatever the kid from Michigan State. I think he played at Michigan State, but the kid that won the USAM is on Live Golf, and he he was one of the the young kids that's like out there straight out of college. Got it. So he skips Q school, goes to Live, makes money, gets a payday. Whereas if you come out of college and go to the pros, good luck. Uh, yeah, they already said yeah. it's sixty eight hundred. They just increased it to sixty eight hundred dollars just to enter mm. Q school. Jeez. So with that, it's like. Yeah, Nike's going to give you what a hundred grand to be a sponsor, right. or Stuff like Callaway, that. or these companies. Right. But but what if you it, don't get them? Like, what but, if you, or what if you just don't play good? You got to pay your true. own ways into the events if you're yeah. not getting sponsors and this kind of stuff. So, but NBA players don't have to worry about that, right? No, you're right. You know, football players don't have to worry about that. Right. Golfers is a different breed, man. Right. I mean, so can you really blame these kids? That's like, hey, they want to pay me. I mean, look at John Daly's son right now in college. Now yeah. that he's able to get Hooters right. as a sponsor and right. some lawn care thing I saw right. the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like these places are sponsoring these kids, and it's like, why can't they? What if they get hurt? Right. No, you're you not. Know? Right. There's no guarantee. What, what if they get hurt and then they're out? You right. Know? There's no and guarantee. And Anthony Kim that made it but then got hurt, and now he can never play professional golf or pro- golf for money because he took an insurance policy. Right. You know what I mean? So it's right. like. There's parts of me that are like up in the air. It's like, okay, I see a little bit of both, but and here's the thing: I'm never going to fault somebody if if you want to take money and go and and you don't. The way I look at it, Charles Schwartzel or Dustin Johnson, he doesn't want to go and grind every week to make right. his living. He just wants money handed to him, and then he's just going to go. And here's another another you know. Kind but of, he already made it, so I'm not faulting him. Right, right. No, no, no. I, I agree. I agree. And something else, man. Kind of with live. You know, I, I think that you know, kind of what we talked about last week as like the PGA's kind of monopolized the game, right? I think that what live is doing, obviously being Saudi backed, that you know they push it out there to kind of scare people, or, or as Americans, like oh, you know, they back 911, like all this stuff. And I mean, me personally, it did me. I was instantly pissed. I was mad. I was like, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? But when you start breaking it down, let the steam settle a bit. I mean, dude, look at it. The Saudi-backed things. I mean, there's soccer teams. I mean, there's so many different things around the world, leagues and things that are backed that we're all okay with. So it just... Or people don't look into it. That's it, yes. Golf's in an uproar right now. But I saw the other day Stephen A. Smith and a couple of the other sports broadcasters Mm -hmm. dip their toes into it to talk about it. And it is nice to see, like... The non Brandel Chamblees, you know, Brandel Chamblee is like, yeah. I mean, do people even listen to him? I, don't know I really don't know if they do. I'd love to have him on the podcast. That'd be great. Yeah. And say, hey, do people really His listen tweets to you? Are like, just what, outrageous. When when you step off air, like, what is it like for you? Right. You know, because oh. it can't be good. Right. Oh. So. I don't know, man. Did you see also last week at the RBC, um, Scotty Scheffler on guys joining the Live Tour? He said, I haven't really noticed anyone missing this week. Maybe I'll start at DJ. He's such a clown, bro. Yeah, like that's savage. I love it, and that's 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 their right to say those things. They that's say their right, exactly, because they're still in that that heritage side of the PGA Tour. But and you got to figure, like, I didn't really notice because those guys are so laser focused, man. That like th- their circle, I bet out there, I would love to see, but I bet their circle is, you know, JT and Max Homer are going to go be hanging out after a round. 
Like, even right. though they may be buddies or they get along, right. but their circles are so... Like, the Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomases that right. you know are tight. They grew up together. Or I mean, JT and Rory now. Right. Like, or Tiger and JT. Right. Those are tight-knit, man. Like, Dustin Johnson or the guys that have families, or right. I've, I've watched some of the inside the PJ Tours, where out in the parking lots of these facilities... A lot of the guys that are in RVs, those are the guys that hang together because right. their kids are playing out in the RV park. Right. And, you know, so... They have their cliques. Yeah, they... And, yeah, so yeah. for him to say, oh, I didn't notice, it's because if you're not paired together or if you're not hanging outside of a round, they're probably not paying attention, man. They're there to win. Right. You know, so... And, dude, also something else to kind of speak about, um, the Saudi public investment... Um, fun is looking to make an offer to purchase the DP World, World Tour outright for a large sum of money. Did you hear about that? I heard that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? That'll be interesting. Yeah, that would uh, shake things up a bit, yeah. um, to say the least, man. Um, all right, dude. So, yeah, I'm really excited for the U.S. Open this week. It, it looks like it's going to be – There's the weather's going to be a little weird. It's got some wind out there, some, like, whirly wind. Um, as well as reading, so that would be kind of fun to, to watch these guys, you know, yeah. grind out there on that. Um, I do have a, a pretty cool feel-good story for the week, dude, speaking of U.S. Open. Um, they're calling him Mr. Longshot. His name is Fran Quinn, a 57-year-old um, from Massachusetts, is easily the best story heading into the competition, of course, at the country club. He's the most unlikely player in the field, Kyle. Here's why, um, and I'm not exaggerating. So Fran Quinn is you know, far from the only 57-year-old to play in a major championship, of course. But he didn't get his tea, uh, tea time here um, by past victories. This wasn't like a, a special exemption for like a Hall of Famer. Um, he played his way through local and final qualifying. And he's now in the U.S. Open in his home state of Massachusetts. So Fran Quinn earned it, man. He's the oldest qualifier for this tournament since at least 1982 when the USGA started keeping track of such things. This isn't the first time Fran has done this, though. So back in 2014... Uh, he also made it through both stages of qualifying, and he made the cut at Pinehurst number two, opening with a two under 68 that had him in a tie for second before eventually tying for, or, yeah, tying for 52nd overall to finish. Wild, right? So kind of how the story happened and how it kind of unfolded. Can we bet on him? Absolutely. He's in the field. You can bet on him. Yeah, but sometimes you can on, like, DraftKings and stuff. Really? Like, Let's check because I'm yeah, absolutely we'll, we'll putting money on that. So crazy, the story kind of twists a bit here. So the reason he got in, Kyle, I guess he he was playing on a, a on the Champions Tour. Um, his son Owen is a professional golfer as well. I'm not sure on which tour. Um, his son actually is a reason Fran signed up in the first place. His son called him saying, "Hey, I'm gonna go out for the qualifier. Just wanted to let you know. Wish me luck, whatever, whatever." And the dad's like, "Look, it's in our home state. I'm coming back. I'm gonna do it with you." And it's an elaborate story. I need to look into it more, I guess, to, to break it down. But it was really cool. It was like the epitome of qualifying and showing you why the qualifying um, is so good. And here's why. There were, like, it was like an eight-player playoff, I think, dude, at the end. And it was like anyone from a college stud playing, Fran, an older gentleman playing. There's long drivers. Just all the different basically makes and models of golfers, right, all coming together for one goal. Um, and he was one of the ones he, he birdied that final or the second uh, playoff hole to get in. So it's it's such a, a feel good story to me, man, because it's just I mean, you're never too old to play golf, especially, dude. I mean, if it goes your way, you know, right? You're playing well, definitely. 
So yeah, let's let's actually check that. Um, I want to see if we can put money on Fran this week. I, w- I want to uh, jump into let's let's uh, let's jump into basketball real quick. Yeah, let's just do it. because I we haven't talked basketball in a while. But who do you got, Boston or Golden State? So it's, I'd still say Golden State, man. They they've kind of you know they've got their hand on it. In my opinion, I'm not saying that. Boston can't win, but you know, okay, so let's back up. Yes, Golden State's going to win it all. They're going to win in game seven at home. Um, Boston's going to put up a hell of a fight, game six, but they're going to have to deal with game six clay. Hopefully everyone's not forgotten about game six clay. He is a monster. Um, probably eating my words right now because he's going to give us five points and six fouls. But um, yeah, man, you can tell how hard Steph is playing. Um, he is trying, dude. He knows his clock is running out. He knows he's not going to have a lot more of these opportunities. He is pushing hard and playing hard, which I love. And to if see. he wins, he ties LeBron, right? With Correct. Titles. Yep. yep. So he four. wants that. Yep. He'll have four. Um, and it'll be another good thing. I, and he never said this, but in my opinion, that's one more again without Kevin Durant. <clears throat> so it'll be a second one without KD, which is strong. <clears throat> do you do you see? I've I've seen a lot of reports lately. Do you see LeBron going to a Golden State? LeBron? No. He said he would. Not unless he's on a minimum. They're not going to pay him big money, especially as he gets older. If they draft his son, yes, he would go. Do you think he'll go back to Miami, LeBron? Um, I, I that I don't know. Um, and not to uh, to jump ship here, Kyle. Um, Fran Quinn is um, available to place a bet on. He's plus eighty thousand. So I'd put some cash on him. I just, yeah. I just did. Um, I, I don't, I don't see LeBron. No, I don't, I don't see LeBron leaving. Like I said, unless um, Bronny gets drafted. I, obviously, he's gonna get drafted, but it's, just, it's just where he's gonna go. Whatever. I think it's next year, or the year after that draft class. I feel bad for those guys because it's gonna be a mess because everyone's gonna be. Is trying it not to- this year for Bronny? Mm-mm, nope, it's next. At least next or the following. I'm not sure. Um, I think he's 17. Ugh, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, but I, I don't think that um, it, it's going to be a mess. And here's why: the, with the, that draft class, because everyone's going to be fighting for that pick or for a pick, thinking like, "Hey, we think he's going to be in a solid, you know, five to ten range, or he's going to be a lottery pick." So everyone's going to be fighting for that because they want him because they know they're going to get LeBron. They're going to, if not LeBron, if somehow he can't get there, his son, even if he's not as good as his, his dad, which I don't think he ever will be. But he's going to draw so much attention. He's going to put ass, butts in the seats. Like he's going to fill. You know what I mean? Like because it's LeBron's son. I think, and and that might not be forever. You know, for the franchise for a long period of time. But they're going to be able to cash out quickly. Especially, could you imagine LeBron stays in L.A. and he somehow can't get to his son to play with his son at least that first year, and his son gets drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves? You can't tell me that. The Minnesota Timberwolves are going to get a televised game against the Lakers, and it's going to be sold out. They're going to have so much gimmicky shit that they can sell. Like it's going to be nuts, father versus son. Like that's never, you know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I did see that uh, Shaq's son mm-hmm. is getting a Sharif. tryout with the Lakers. Sharif, right? Yep, yep. he's good too. He dealt some, he dealt some health issues recently. Yeah, he had like heart issues. Yeah. But he's so. yeah he, he's a hooper so. But anyway, man, U.S. Open week. Yes. Um, we can wrap it up this week. So yeah. definitely, uh, everyone, everyone can throw a couple dollars on a uh, Frank Quinn. There you go, man. Sneak so, it out, so everyone listening, um, next week 
uh, is Grover Open Week. Mm, yes. um, we were supposed to do it this week with Tyler McGinsey and Steve Vault. Uh, we're going to do that next week live, hopefully, so it'll be live recorded. Um, we're, we're probably going to try to throw it on YouTube. Um, definitely a uh, video on Facebook. So next week, look for us. It's going to be our first live recorded episode. Yes. Um, yes. Stay tuned. If you're looking to come on the podcast, shoot us a message. And uh, you guys have a great week. Later, bro.